Now I want you to go out boldly and shine. Don't be ashamed of me because now you are the light of the world. You are the world's light, a city on a hill. I have placed you where they can't miss you. Welcome to Life Talk with Dr. Jeff Wickwire, author and founding senior pastor of the exciting Turning Point Church in Fort Worth, Texas. Pastor Jeff is known for his heartfelt and practical proclamation of the scriptures. We are so glad you joined us today. So stay tuned as Pastor Jeff teaches, encourages, and challenges you from the Word of God. When Jesus was born, a brilliant light split the night of a sin-darkened world. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Life Talk. I'm Jeff Wickwire, and thank you for joining us today. We're starting a new message I'm calling, The Light Has Come. There are two kinds of darkness, the kind of darkness that comes with the night and the darkness of spiritual blindness. When Jesus was born, his light shined in that second kind of darkness. The Bible says that Jesus was, quote, the one who is the true light arrived to shine on everyone coming into the world. I can't wait to share this Christmas message with you. I know it's going to bless you and help us to remember the real reason for the season. So let's go right to the message. The light has come. Because you're either serving, according to this, the devil, doing his will, or you're serving God, doing his will. And so what does Jesus say? Come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. What's a yoke? It's when someone, it's when you are subservient to someone leading you. The devil drives you. Jesus leads you. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly of heart, you will find rest for your souls. Rest. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So these people who say, I'm not going to be a Christian. Man, I can't live up to all those rules and regulations. That's too hard. No, Jesus said, my burden is light. You want to know what's hard? Sin. Sin is hard on you. Sin is hard on you, but not Jesus. So he says here, the power of spiritual darkness. Notice that those who live in darkness are trapped by it. And they're held in bondage to it until Christ sets them free. You'll know the truth, and that truth makes you free. And he who the Son sets free is truly free indeed. Thank God. It's exactly what happens when we are saved. We are set free. Listen to what Colossians 1.13 says. He has rescued us. If you've been rescued, say it with me. He has rescued me. From what? The dominion, the power of darkness, and brought us into the kingdom of the Son He loves. So we've been transferred from one kingdom to another, a kingdom of slavery and bondage and misery, into the kingdom of God's dear Son. He rescued us. And look what was broken, power of darkness, the power of darkness. So while all the hustle and bustle and chatter of people was taking place and inside the no vacancy hotel in Bethlehem, the light of the world was actually born out back. Now I want to talk about three aspects of Jesus' light. And I'm going to use his own words. He said, I am the way, 
I am the truth, and I am the life. Now, I'm going to suggest to you tonight that those are three components of his light. The way, the truth, and the life. So first, Jesus said, I'm the way. Well, if somebody says to me, I know the way, then it tells me they know how to get me somewhere. They know how to get me where I want to go. You know, if you've ever been truly lost, it's a horrible feeling. How many of you in here have been truly, frighteningly lost? That happened to me once. I took my kids when they were little into the woods. I was going to take them to show them the forest. And we left at about 2 in the afternoon. We went walking. This is when I lived on four acres in East Texas. And beyond us, we had no neighbors. We had none of this. It was just nothing but endless woods all the way into town, miles into town. So I took them into the forest and I'm showing them the birds and I'm showing them the animals and I'm showing them the different trees and the insects. And I'm just blabbing away, talking, you know me, teaching. And then I realized the sun had started setting. So I said, well, kids, it's time to get back. Now they're both, you know, they're like this looking up at me. Okay. And then I realized I'd gotten turned around. I couldn't see anything but trees. And I didn't know which way was which. Now, I didn't let on, but inside I'm... Because I'm picturing already, I'm a pastor, I'm picturing a helicopter finding me that night and it being on the East Texas news. So I'm thinking, okay, where are we going, Daddy? Well, we're, we're, we're going this way. But I was totally lost. And there was just a minute there where there was this little bit of panic. If I was alone, I said, okay, I'm alone. I'll be okay. But I had two little kids with me. And so I figured out what to do. I had to climb way up in a tree and look for our rooftop. And I saw it. Came back down. We're fine. Let's go. I know exactly which way to go. Jeremy, Daddy, are we okay? Yeah, we're okay. Of course we're okay. I know exactly what I'm doing. Outdoorsman here. But see, I had to get a vantage point. I had to get way up there and get a vantage point to see where I was. But here's the deal. As the human race, we don't have a tree to climb. We don't have a tree to shinny up and look around and get a vantage point. On our own, we can't find the way out. So there had to be somebody who had been up there. And his name is Jesus. And he said, look, I know you're lost. You're lost. And I not only know the way, I am the way. I know how to get you back. See, one of Jesus' messages to you and to me, the whole human race, he said, look, let me just tell you the truth about you. You're lost. You are lost in the woods of sin. You cannot find your way out. You will never find your way out. You must have someone come and help you find the way or else you're going to stay lost and you're going to die in these woods. Jesus said, I have come to seek and to save that which was lost. That word is so powerful in the original language. It means way more than just being confused about directions. When he said you're lost, here's what the Son of God tells us. The word he used means to be destroyed, to be entirely cut off, 
to totally perish. That's what the word lost means. He said, I have come to seek and to save that which was destroyed, entirely cut off from God, and is going to totally perish if somebody doesn't show them the way out. So Jesus stands in the middle of history with a message to the entire human race. You are lost, you are destroyed, you are entirely cut off, and you will totally perish if you don't let me be your way out and your way home. Buddha didn't do that. Muhammad sure didn't do that. Confucius didn't do that. There's no other world religious leader that ever said anything like that. Jesus alone did. He said the most amazing things. Remember, Paul said the gospel is a light. They, the spiritually blind, cannot see the light of the gospel. So Jesus doesn't just know the way, he is the way, and that's what the gospel tells us. The minute that sitting in juvenile home, when I was 16 years old, in there for sale of narcotics, so desperately lost. When I heard the gospel, it was a light. Bang! It hit me between the eyes. Never heard it in my whole life. It nailed me. I felt glued to my seat. I couldn't quit looking at the preacher, listening to him, though I tried and I tried to look cool and look away and act k-sarah-sarah about the whole thing. But it was getting to me. It was speaking to me. And it was a light. The gospel was a light. It introduced me to the way. And that night I gave my heart to Christ. Now, as soon as I did, he who had already been up the tree showed me the way home. Amen. Amen. Now, the next thing that Jesus said, and what the Bible says about his light, his light is truth. It's truth. I am the truth. He didn't say, I know the truth. Let me help you along. We are co-discoverers of the ways of life. No, no. He didn't say, let's learn together. He said, I know the truth, and I am the truth. In the same way that our world languishes in spiritual darkness, folks, I'm going to tell you, we live in a world of lies. It only makes sense because here's what Jesus said. Remember, John said the world is under the control of the evil one. And listen to what Jesus said. He called the devil the father of lies. Now, if the world is under the control of the evil one, then what do you think is being fed into the world if the world is under the control of the evil one? Lies. He's a liar. Jesus said he's the father of lies. And look at the way he described him. No love lost between Jesus and the devil here. He said there's no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language. For he is a liar. And he's the father of every lie spawned on earth. Would you believe me if I told you every time you've lied, there's been an influence behind that lie that is of the devil, because he said right here, who am I to refute Jesus? He said, he's the father of all lies. He's a liar. How do you know the devil's lying? If he's talking. He's a master of half-truths, partial truths. 
He's always saying, has God said? Do you really believe God said? Are you sure God said? You ought to doubt that word because I'm not so sure God said, are you? How did he get to Eve? Lying. He lied about God's intent for her. He lied about the word. He lied about God's truth and God's command. He lied. He's a liar. Our world, because it's under the influence of the father of lies, lies to us about our spiritual condition as lost people. Going to a college campus, really be ready these days because those kids are not like the ones I went to college with. And I went to college with kids that wouldn't even listen to you talk about Jesus, but at least they would not get in your face and scream at you. Now they will. Go to any college and say, hey, let me tell you something. Let me tell you the truth about you and this world we're living in. This world's full of lies, and you don't know the truth either. You're living in a lie. Tell them that. And then come tell me how that went for you. (laughs) If I was going to go to a college campus and speak, I would fast three days and nights. And I would get on my face, and I would put on the full armor of God, and I would take a couple of people with me. Because those colleges have so gone over to the enemy. The education you used to be able to get, you don't even get anymore. What they are, they're not places where you learn unless it's a specialty like, you know, nursing or architecture. And even then, you're going to have to take some courses where they really lay into your belief in Christianity. But if you're in there for the liberal arts or something like that, don't waste your money. Go learn a trade. Don't worry. Be happy. Stay away. Because now they are centers for indoctrination, not learning. A lot of them. There may be some exceptions, but wow. I read a lot. I know what's going on there. This world lies to us about our spiritual condition as lost people. It lies about God. It lies about life. It lies about the reality of eternity and about who Jesus was and is. This world lies about that. We live in a world, if you notice, of scams and half-truths and con games and con artists and misrepresentations of reality. Have you noticed this? Our world, our nation right now is swimming and drowning in lies. Big ones. But Jesus told us the truth about ourselves, about God, about life, about eternity, about heaven, about hell, about how you and I are really wired and why we do what we do and how we can really get help. Our world was so darkened following the fall of Adam and Eve that when Jesus came and told us the unvarnished truth, it angered and even terrified mankind. They were stunned by his truth. They were stupefied by his truth. They were undone by his truth. They were dumbstruck by things that he said, by the brilliance of the light that shone from him. He just blew them away because he was telling truth, not lies. Genuine, undiluted truth as that which came from Jesus stood out. I thought of an illustration. I hope this works. Just picture a power line with sparrows sitting on the power line, and right in the middle is a peacock. You're going to look, and you're going to see that peacock, and you're going to go, 
What in the world is that doing there? That's how Jesus' truth came over. It's like, what? Go out and try it. Go out and tell his truth. So blinding was the light of the truth that Jesus shared that it cut like a laser and it broke hard hearts like a hammer breaks rocks. After healing the eyes of a blind man, Jesus told him, I entered this world to render judgment, to give sight to the blind and to show those who think they see that they are blind. His light showed the way. His light brought the truth. And then his light is the life. John said his life was the light of men. The spiritual light, when you encounter Jesus, the spiritual light that emanated and exuded from Jesus when you encountered him was like a light to those walking in darkness. He was like a light, and he still is. Jesus' lifestyle, imagine, you know, 21 centuries ago, people met him in person. His lifestyle, his words, the way he loved people, the reflection that he was of God. All these things and more shined like a bright light wherever he went. Jesus told a crowd one day, I've already quoted this, but we'll do it again. He said, I'm the light of the world. Now, do you realize that he's either a psychopath or he's telling the truth when he says that? Right? I'm the light of the world. Not to mention he said, I am God. But he said, I'm the light of the world. Hello. And if you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. His light leads to life, true life, eternal life. Now, I want to close with a challenge. Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount, you are the light of the world. Now, wait a minute. We just quoted. We talked over and over again in this message about Jesus being the light. So what does he mean if he said, I'm the light of the world, he turned around in the Sermon on the Mount and said, you are the light of the world. What's that about? I thought he's the light of the world. He did say that. But his message is this, and I really want us to catch this as the new year comes. His message is once you know him, you are lit with the same light that he brought into the world. Can you say with me tonight, I'm lit. Now, some of you, it's questionable looking. And sometimes you don't feel that way. But the Bible says you are lit. When you got saved, you got lit. You became a candle that he lit. And he lit you with the light of life. So now he says, I'm handing you the candle. I'm handing you the baton. Now I'm the light of the world, but I've lit you with the same light. Now you are the light of the world. Now you go out and shine. Here's the fact. You have the same life in you that was in him. You have the same life in you that was in him. You did not embrace just a religious ideology when you became a Christian. But when Jesus came to live in your heart, he lit you with the light of life. So you have the same life in you that was in him. The Living Bible puts it this way. Now he says, now here's what he added to it. He says, you are the world's light, a city on a hill glowing in the night for all to see. 
You catch that? Then he said, don't hide your light, but let it shine for all. Let your good deeds glow for all to see so that they will praise your heavenly Father. He said, now I've lit you with the light of life, but I don't want you to be intimidated by people. I don't want you to be suppressed by the fear of man. I don't want you to worry about what people are going to say about you, but I want you to go forth boldly now that I have lit you with the light of life that I was and still am. Now that you're lit with that same light and life, now I want you to go out boldly and shine. Don't be ashamed of me. Don't cower in front of them. Because now you are the light of the world. You are the world's light, a city on a hill. I have placed you where they can't miss you. Amen. Jesus said, don't hide your light. Here he is. He's the way. Can you say with me? He's the way, the truth, and the life. And those three things are just parts of the light. Those are components of the light. And he's called us to shine. Now that is some food for thought. When I think about Jesus as a great light that first shined into our world so many centuries ago, I'm also aware that his light still shines bright today. It shines into the darkened hearts of men and women, boys and girls, and lights the way for us to walk into a brand new life. Jesus invites all of us to, quote, take his yoke upon us and learn of him, for he is meek and lowly of heart, and we will find rest for our souls. Have you ever asked the Savior into your heart? Have you repented of the sin that keeps you from him and invited Jesus the light to come and lighten your life? You know, you can do that right now, wherever you are, in your car, home, office, wherever you might be. He is there. Simply pray, Jesus, forgive my sin. I place my faith in you as my Savior. Come into my heart right now. In your name I pray, amen. If you prayed that prayer, listen to our announcer at the close of this broadcast who will tell you how to contact us and let us know of your decision. We really want to rejoice with you. And here at Life Talk, we want nothing more than for you to experience success in your Christian life. And that's why we're making a very special offer to our Life Talk listeners. And here's our announcer to tell you more. Today's program is entitled, The Light Has Come. You can get your own copy of this message for just $5 plus shipping. Log on to lifetalkradio.us or call us toll-free at 877-884-3111. Get your copy of today's message for just $5 plus shipping by logging on to lifetalkradio.us or calling us toll-free at 877-884-3111 for more information. Isn't it great when things are a little easier? Like connecting to Life Talk Radio and Pastor Jeff on your mobile devices anywhere, anytime. Then here's great news. Now, Pastor Jeff, Life Talk Radio, and Turning Point Church are just a few clicks away with a new TPC Family app. With the new TPC Family app on your mobile phone or tablet, there are loads of helpful features to keep you connected in an easy and fun way. 
Watch Pastor Jeff streaming live on Sundays and Wednesdays from Turning Point Church in Fort Worth, Texas. Or watch on-demand videos from recent services you may have missed. Listen to Life Talk radio programs on demand. Today's broadcast or catch up on any of the great teachings from Pastor Jeff on past Life Talk programs. You can even help continue Life Talk Radio's outreach and impact on the nation with the gospel by giving securely online. Now you can even text your gift to Life Talk and the amount you would like to give to 30131. And you'll find contact information and directions to Turning Point Church, upcoming events, broadcast station listings for Life Talk Radio, and much, much more. Plus, the new TPC Family app is free and available on Apple or Android devices. To download the new TPC Family app, simply type in the keyword TPC Family as one word with no spaces in the Apple Store or the Google Play Store and get connected. So what are you waiting for? Download the free TPC Family app today and make your life a little easier. You've been listening to Life Talk with Dr. Jeff Wickwire. To find out more about Dr. Wickwire's ministry and Turning Point Church, visit us at lifetalkradio.us or call us toll-free at 877-884-3111. That's 877-884-3111. And as a reminder, Life Talk is a listener-supported ministry. We exist to bring God's Word to thousands of people in your area on this great station. So your prayers and financial support go a long way in helping us with this endeavor. Please prayerfully consider helping us. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to meeting with you once again on our next Life Talk broadcast.